welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll teach you why multitasking is negatively impacting your life. I'll also be interviewing Anna Dieter, who is a master speech educator and the author of Speech is a Skill. She is a pioneer of a new profession called Etalon Speech Education, which offers a 100% reliable, efficient, and permanent solution for people who stutter and struggle with other speech deficiencies. Anna has enabled thousands of former stutterers to end stuttering and revive their naturally balanced speech in only three days. Her practice is not only for people who stutter, but for any person who wants to improve their speaking performance. Anna is offering you a free 20-minute consultation. Simply go to www.livestutterfree.com. You may also purchase her book on her website, in any digital bookstore, or in the previous guest products in both stores at either James Miller, Lifeology.com or Lifeology.tv. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. The negative impacts of multitasking. We all like to think we can multitask and we are pretty confident that we are the masters of that. However, research shows that less than 2% of people can actually multitask. It's pretty surprising. The way they measured it was this. They would have participants in this study perform one task by itself, and then they would have them perform a second task by themselves. They would measure how efficient they were, how fast they were for each one of those tasks separately, and then they would combine them and have that person do the tasks together. That's where they found that less than 2% of people can actually multitask because they're less efficient when they do both things at one time. So think about that for your own life. We often try and do multiple things when it comes to work. Or when we're at home, we try and do many things, but we're not really as successful as we think. For example, if you're on the phone with someone and you're trying to do something in your house, there may be times when you're doing something and you find yourself repeating the same word over and over again, or there's long pauses between what you're about to say because you're focusing on the other task. Or you may have 10 or 15 tabs up on your computer and you're trying to sift through each one of them and then you get distracted by something else and then you do something else and pretty soon you're thinking, well, what was I doing in the first place? 
that form of multitasking of looking at multiple pages doesn't allow for you to truly focus on one task at a time. Think of a computer. Even though a computer works so fast and can do multiple things, it actually does not multitask. What it actually does is each second that something happens, it stops one thing and starts something else. So it doesn't do two things at one time. Even though it seems as if it's doing multiple things, it's actually not. Think of it this way. There are times when we actually multitask the roles in our life. If you're a boss of someone, but you're also their friend outside of work, if you try and multitask those roles, in other words, be their friend and their boss at the same time, it's not going to work out for you. Because when you're trying to be the boss and they're trying to be your friend, unfortunately, that's going to cause a negative interaction between the two of you. So it's so important that everything you do, you want to slow down and focus on one task at a time. It can be very, very distracting because we've tried to multitask for so long. But when you can truly teach yourself to slow down, to only focus on one thing at a time, I promise you that you'll be much more efficient with the tasks you have to complete. You'll find that you don't waste time. You find that your time management improves and you'll find that you create a better quality of life because there's nothing worse than trying to do 100 things at one time and feeling like you've got nothing accomplished. Because the truth is, you probably didn't get as much accomplished as you thought. I have a fantastic guest today with Anna Dieter. She helps you really slow down and teaches you how to be clear, concise, and methodical in your speech patterns that allows for any person who has a history of stuttering or a person who wants to improve their speech capability. Her interview is gonna blow your mind. She's going to teach you practical tools and techniques and ways in which you can immediately improve your speech. So stay tuned. Are you an expert in your field or an author who wants massive exposure? I am now looking for self-development experts to be a promotional guest on Lifeology. Currently, Lifeology has an average listenership of over 3 million people per episode. If you are ready to invest in your brand and promote yourself on Lifeology, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest and apply for this opportunity. This is only for a limited time and only a select few will be chosen. So if you're ready to reach a global audience, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest to apply. My guest today is Anna Dieter, who is an Etalon Unblocking Master, speech educator, author, founder, director, and instructor of Speech Academy Etalon International. She is a pioneer of a new profession called Etalon Speech Education, which offers a 100% reliable, efficient, and permanent solution for people who stutter and struggle with other speech deficiencies. Anna has enabled thousands of former stutterers to end stuttering and revive their naturally balanced speech in only three days. Welcome to my show, Anna. Thank you so much, James. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's funny. I was reading all your information and I said, okay, James, you have to be on your best behavior and, and pronounce <laughs> every single word correctly. So I'm a little, <laughs> I'm really focused on that right now. <laughs> good, good. That's what we all should do. Yes, exactly. Especially read on the radio. I have to practice yeah. more. Yeah, of course. Now you have been in the profession for over 30 years in Russia and in the U.S., and you have found so many things and done so many things, but you were unsatisfied with what was being taught. I wasn't, but it happened much later in my life mm -hmm. after servicing people as a conventional speech therapist, a conventional 
special education teacher in two countries and two languages in Russia, in the United States of America and California, and finally being laid off (laughs) in California at the hard times when, you know, Unified School District didn't have any money for experienced and experienced teachers who would have a lot of education Uh and stuff. So... I decided I would never come back to this conventional professional field of speech and language therapy, pathology, because there were so many unanswered questions. And I could never offer people who stutter, stammer, clutter, I could never offer them the solution that they were looking for Mm. for years. And that's wonderful for you because what we, like I said in the intro, you help people as quickly as in three days to be able to stop stuttering. Actually, it happens in one day most of the time, but three days is much better because we don't have to rush and people can do a lot of practice. People can just try their normal speech everywhere and finally become aware that yes, there is nothing wrong with me. I, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's so inspiring. I'm sure my listeners right now are very excited to hear that. Now, when you talk about stuttering or stammering, you look at that as every single person. Can you tell me more about that? What I mean by every single person is that we all are stutterers mm-hmm. sometimes. There are no people on the planet who speak without mistakes. Sure. We all do. Some make more mistakes, others less. And who are those people who make less mistakes? These are professionals, professional speakers, people who have used their tongue for years. Yes. <laughs> and they actually strive for perfection. Just what you mentioned. I want to be on my best behavior, right? <laughs> yes. I want to say every word accurately. <laughs> This is exactly right. However, if you have no experience, you have not enough experience of working with your simple muscle, which is a tongue, then no matter how hard you would be trying to be on your good behavior, best Mm -hmm. behavior, you won't be able to accomplish that. Because the other part of humanity who don't speak too well, who make a lot of mistakes. These are people who are simply miseducated, who are not aware of how their speech instrument works, and they have no practical experience of using their tongue enough. That's so interesting. I was um, some of my listeners may or may not know this, but I was a vocal performance major in undergrad, and so we talked about the articulators and the resonators, as far as your teeth, your tongue, the soft palate, your throat, um, all those different aspects of it. But it's really interesting. They never, uh, surprisingly, they never really talked about the tongue as much as obviously you are. So this is exciting for me because that was my major, and that was not really <laughs> expressed or taught. So you this know, is wonderful. The way I explain speech is the play, it's the music Uh that we play on our speech instrument. I call it a speech pipe. It's a wind instrument. Mm -hmm. So if you take any other wind instrument, like a trump, 
trumpet, for example, right? Mm -hmm. So then you know that, yes, the whole instrument is uh, a resonator. Yes. So there are so many resonating surfaces, chambers, blah, blah, blah. But what's the most important part in the instrument? How do we make sounds? How do we extract sounds from mm -hmm. the trumpet? With the air yes. that we breathe out and with the movements of our fingers. So it's very simple to understand. The most important part is the muscles that we use. And of course, what is it that we are organizing? What is it that we are directing? We're directing the flow of carbon dioxide, mm -hmm. the air that we always have in our mus in our body. We have plenty of it because our body keeps producing it nonstop. Yes. So all these people who recommend all kinds of breathing exercises, they are my personal enemies. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. I am joking about this, <laughs> of but course, this yeah. is not actually a joke because every time we attempt to exercise something that we have naturally, that it works naturally, we have a pump inside of us. Our lungs is a pump. It works automatically, and the worst thing we can do for our health is to try to better what we already have. <laughs> That's a good point. Which is perfect. It's That's perfect. a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. We breathe in automatically. Our lungs are just like a sponge. Okay. Imagine a sponge, you put it in the water, it sucks in all the water it needs and can hold. And then you squeeze it out, the water runs out. And then what do you need to do to fill the sponge with the water? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Just let go and put it in the water, right? That's a great point. Let's talk maybe more about the tongue. What is one of the biggest mistakes that most people do when they don't use their tongue correctly? The biggest mistake is that they begin thinking mm. about how to use it. This is the worst mistake because when we are thinking about how to use the muscle, can we use the muscle sure. at this moment? <laughs> yeah, I've done that before. I've tried to yeah. really focus on how do I breathe correctly? And, and so you get so lost in your head that you forget how to breathe. <laughs> you got to understand that the whole body, I kind of divide the whole body into two parts. And the borderline goes over the eyebrows, a little bit above our eyes. Uh -huh. So everything above is the zone, the territory for imagination. Okay. <laughs> that's where we imagine things. We oh, can sure. Makes sense. All day long, that's where, that's where all our doubts are, where our thinking is, blah, blah, blah. Okay? And everything below the line where the eyebrows are, it's the territory of the instrumental muscle actions. The expression of it. Yes. The expression of whatever we mm -hmm. have in our mind and our brain, basically. So speech is a instrumental action. It's a muscle action of the tongue. So the biggest mistake people make is when they begin thinking, instead of using their tongue, they begin using a totally different organ, the organ of imagination. Oh, interesting. And 
of course, I explain also, this is something I also explain a lot about the attention, because we have only one beam of attention. Mm -hmm. Some people call it consciousness, beam of attention, beam of selection, beam of this, of that. So basically, the bottom line, we cannot use at the same time both parts of the body. We cannot imagine things and use the muscles at the same time. It should be one at a time. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. In fact, when you were saying that, I was attempting to think and also to move my tongue at the same time. And I was like, oh, she's, <laughs> she's actually very true about that. <laughs> it's impossible. I mean, yeah, it is. Of course, a lot of people do it. And this is why everyone today is a stutterer. Mm -hmm. Because the moment you begin thinking, doesn't matter what you're going to be thinking about. You are using the area of imagination. You are not using <laughs> the below part, the mm -hmm. part where all the muscle actions are being performed. And it's not just about speech. It's about everything else. Sure. Playing other musical instruments, writing, biking, whatever, driving a car. It's all about you can't use both parts of the body at the same time. It's always switching from one mm -hmm. to another one. Which would make sense why most people will have fillers like um or uh -huh. no, or they may say different types of things. And it's probably just like you said, because they're flip-flopping back and forth between the imagination and their tongue. And so therefore they're not able to be concise with what they want to say. I wish they knew that instead of filling their speech with irrelevant, useless mm -hmm. trash, because it's trash, mm. it's garbage. It certainly is, yeah. doesn't carry any information, and it's a waste of time. It's a waste of uh, time of the listeners mm -hmm. and a waste of time of a speaker. So I wish people knew that instead of that, they should be quiet. Silence is the easiest way to switch <laughs> to from one organ to another one. Because even when you are going, you know, to mm -hmm. be honest, um, uh, this is all using the body. At this moment, you cannot imagine. Mm -hmm. You cannot select what is it that you want to name with the tongue. What is it that you want to say, really? I like that. Take time. It's not a lot. Sometimes it's a split of a second. Sometimes it could be like up to three seconds when we are not sure what we want to name with the tongue movements. How would people transition from that? So as I'm sure people right now are probably even thinking in their brain, can I move my tongue just like I did? How may I move, <laughs> how may I move my tongue and think at the same time? What are some techniques right now that my listeners can practice so that they can be in line with their imagination and allow their tongue to represent that? Okay, the, you just mentioned that my favorite word, it's called techniques. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I forgot, I forgot about that. I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> okay, but that's okay because yeah. people still believe that they sure. need a technique <laughs> to speak according to. And if there was a technique that people need to use in order to speak without mistakes, mm -hmm. then you know what? Young children wouldn't be able to speak. That's a good point. Young children or even parrots, stupid birds. Do you know that they speak? What kind of techniques do parrots use when they speak? 
I don't know. I suppose it's their, their tongue. I don't know. <laughs> the- That's the thing. Parrots also have an instrument, yes. a musical instrument. It's also a physical instrument. They also have a little beak. They also have a little tongue. They also, just like people, have wonderful hearing, very good hearing, because we have different types of memory. Mm-hmm. I teach it everywhere, three types of memory. One type of a memory is the eye memory. It's a visual memory. We remember things, images with our eyes, and we see with our camera. I call eyes our camera. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I actually teach that every human has a computer, biocomputer, body-mind computer connected to the soul. Okay, so one type of uh, memory is visual memory when we have eyes and we rely on our eyes. The other type of memory is the auditory memory. It's the auditory, it's a memory of our ears. And the third type of our memory is a kind of muscle memory. You know, people mm-hmm. talk about muscle memory. This is reality. The tongue should have muscle memory. But if people don't speak much, how can they train their tongue? Sure. Well, they'll <laughs> practice it, of course. They may just <laughs> do something unfettered without any understanding. Yes. And people who stutter do not have muscle memory of their tongue, period. It's empty. They don't know how to use the tongue. This is why the moment they need to say something, they begin thinking. They begin guessing. Mm, They go to to their organ of imagination, not to the organ of their tongue muscle. No, because they have no experience of how to move their tongue. So the only technique... (laughs) (laughs) people should practice is whatever you want to say, see it. Make sure you know what is it that you want to name and then just move your tongue. Understand that it is impossible to do at the same time. Give it a split of a second to make sure what is it that you want to talk about. Now, the way that people would do that, so I'm, I'm listening to this as well, and I'm thinking, do I visualize the movement of my tongue? Do I visualize myself saying it, speaking to the other person? What would be the type of visualization or, I guess, memory that people would use in order to create this experience? No. This is (laughs) visual is we have, okay, we have different types of visual as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just little details you are asking about. I can go there. So visual, it's again, it's the camera. What is it that you're focused when you're taking a picture with your camera? What are you focused on? Um, You are selecting, yeah, you're selecting a picture, right? Mm -hmm. What is it that you want to take a picture of? Can you take a clear picture at the moment when you're still moving your camera? No. Great analogy. I like that. Impossible, okay? Mm -hmm. So you need, in order to take a picture of whatever you want to take a picture of, right? (laughs) You got to select it and stop, stop moving the camera. And then on after that, you use your muscle. You push the button, the take Hmm. picture button. I really like that visualization. 
It's very simple. That's what visualization is. Visualization is selecting a picture, selecting an image and some volume of information that you want to name with the movements of your tongue. That's it. It's so simple. Yet wow. people are so confused about it. Wow. And I know in your book, speech is a skill. I know that when they purchase this book as well, and we'll give information at the end of this interview, that it goes through the specific techniques and ways to eliminate all the stuttering, stammering, or clunking, I suppose, that people often have. So that will be a wonderful technique. So as they're hearing you say this now, I'm sure they'll have lots of questions, but they will be able to find the information in this book, Speech is a Skill, as well as on your websites as well. That's correct? You're absolutely correct. However, you got to understand that every book is written for what organ? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. For your eyes. (laughs) I mean, you look at, no, but when you read, you understand it. And by the way, everyone is different the way we understand, the way we read. Some people are horrible readers. Some people are better readers. Some read and understand better. Others can't understand anything. Some Mm -hmm. people skip over the lines. Other people read every word. So we all are so different. But every single book is written for the your organ of imagination. Ah, This is for the organ, the the brain, Mm -hmm. right? That's where you decoding the written information, understanding, comprehending the written information. This is why Speech is a skill, is a book that I published about four years ago already. I have written many, many more books after that. Although this book is an eye-opener for many, many people, however, it's written four years ago. Mm -hmm. I have come up with a much better, easier way to explain the same concept, but in a much easier way. Oh, it's exciting. This is why it takes only one day most of the time when people come to me. I explain things to them and they begin following the natural speaking norms. And, you know, stuttering says goodbye, right? Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) But in the book, of course, there are many, I don't call them techniques. I Mm -hmm. call them natural speech norms. Back then I called them rules. Mm -hmm. However... Whatever you understand and you already know may not work for someone else because for someone else, this is something that he knows and this person needs something else. Mm -hmm. Because when people ask me, Anna, what is the secret? What are the natural speaking (laughs) norms? I go, there is no secret. No secret. I have no idea what it is secret for you (laughs) because... We all have different mindsets. We all believe different sets of information, correct information, truth, and disinformation, lies. I really like that, especially when I I look at your website right now. You have so many amazing things in there. And unfortunately, Anna, I'm looking at the time. Our time is unfortunately up. I have No way. I know, right? (laughs) I have thoroughly enjoyed this interview. If my listeners would like to find more information about you, to purchase your books, to get some of the free free things that you have on your website, where would I find all this information online? Thank you for kind of directing me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
So the bottom line, there are two big websites. One is really user-friendly, so I recommend you start there. It's, of course, www.livestarterfree.org. Just go there, it's just a couple of pages, and then you decide what you're going to do. But the whole body of information, free ebooks, free video lessons, a lot of information is on livestarterfree.com. Then you're going to make a decision. Okay, I got to take Anna's class. I'm <laughs> yes. sick and tired yes. of struggling. And by the way, it's not just for those who stutter. It's for anybody who does presentations, who wants to be a perfect public speaker, who wants to be a blogger. Today with this coronavirus, we all have to sit at home <laughs> and speak only in front of our computers, right? That's a perfect time to take the class. Yes. Nothing else to do. So come to me and schedule a free consultation with me. Like I say, about 20 minutes, I give my time freely because what I do is so different yes. from anyone else. <laughs> Well, what I also want my listeners to know that if they're not able to find this information on Anna's site or aren't able to find it at all, just simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and it will direct them with Anna. Anna Dieter, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I've learned so much, so thank you. Thank you for having me. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.